You're tuning into the Fearless Fridays with Marianne podcast. As a best-selling author, certified life coach, and speaker, I created this podcast to inspire, empower, and transform you from the inside out. From time to time, you may hear a solo episode, but for the most part, we will be joined by real-life guests who have overcome adversity, but as they have done the work, today they are thriving. So grab your pen and paper as we get started and learn firsthand tips and tricks to change the trajectory of your lives so we can live a free, fearless, and fabulous life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne Rivera Dannert, and today we have an amazing guest with us. So without further ado, let's bring her on and get started. Hello, how are you? Fine, how are you doing? Good, thank you. So let's get started. Tell us your name and a little bit about yourself. Okay, I am Elder Charlene Belton. Um, oh, so much. I'm and, and well, I'm in the ministry. I'm also um, I'm about two papers away from having my associate's degree in divinity. Uh, I'm a mother of two. I've uh, a step well, mother of three, a bonus daughter, and two sons, and I have seven grandchildren. I've been married for 34 years, and he's in the ministry as well, and I have a dog named Samson. He's like my little spiritual dog, I guess you will call him, because they call him Deacon Sam. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. um, Other than that, I just love the Lord, and I'm thankful to be here to be able to speak with you today. Oh, you're awesome. You're welcome. So can you share the inspiration behind your ministry business and how does it align with your personal journey and calling? The ministry is a paraministry. We work alongside different organizations and churches to help the less fortunate, to let them know that God has not forgotten them. And sometimes they just need to know that someone else cares for them. And because they're, you know, under the poverty level, homeless. And we also help uh, Title I schools that's not getting as much attention as they need to get to help those children as well. And how um, I found that growing up, you know, I'm the sixth child of my mother. Both of my parents are deceased, but I'm the youngest of six. And you didn't really know that you didn't have. Because your mother and father always made sure that you had. So yeah. I, we wanted to give back to the children so they would not always notice that they don't have as much as the other kids have. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Right. That's beautiful. So what challenges have you encountered when establishing your ministry and how have you overcome those challenges? The challenges was really getting started. You know, I kept putting it off. We kept putting it off. And I kept saying, okay, God, I'm going to do this now. But then I'm, I passed her, I overseer. She said, the spirit had told us it's time to push us out. Hmm. And so it just was a confirmation of what we needed to do. So of April of this year, we was affirmed. Start, we had an affirmation to go ahead and start our ministry and we got our 5013C. So it took all in all about a year to get it up and going. And we're still learning and processing as we go through. Well, that's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. 
That's awesome. So how do you integrate your faith into the day-to-day -day operations and decision-making of your business? I have to walk by faith. That's, I mean, that's the only way I know is to put it in God's hands and let him lead and direct us as to which direction we will go in the ministry because we're always in agreement and praying and saying, God, tell us what you want us to do, how you want us to do it, because without him, we're lost and we don't want to go before him. We want him to go before us. Has there been an instance where, where you keep asking or not keep asking, but that you've prayed the same prayer a few times asking for guidance and God is like, listen, I've already shown you like a couple of times. I'm just waiting for you to take action. You know, actually I'm going through that right now <laughs> because he's talking to us my husband and I about a situation and, and, I, and people keep coming and confirming it, but I'm like, but we didn't hear it, you know? So we're, we're asking right now for that guidance and to open our inner ear that we can be able to hear him in the ground out the noise. I've, I've often heard that when you pray about something and then you say, you know, you're going to give it to God, that typically if you hear confirmation that comes in threes, you know, that's him talking. What are your thoughts on that? I've heard that also, and I've gotten that confirmation three times now. So I'm like, okay, so 2024, we're going to make this happen. My husband and I made up our mind about it. Um, actually, we got the last confirmation Sunday. That's awesome. We decided That's awesome. we need to do what we need to do in 24. Yeah. Is there something that's keeping you stuck? Some say we're being too nice. Hmm. And... But you just don't, I don't want to hurt anyone intentionally or unintentionally. But I think um, we just need to step out there on faith and just do it, you know. But we're lining up things so that we can do it and not re and have no regrets. So I know that you mentioned that you work with those that are less fortunate that they don't have. Mm -hmm. And there's, you know, sometimes there's a lot of stigma and a lot of societal assumptions when it comes to individuals that need help. What are some of those, you know, instances that you can talk about? Well, you know, a lot of people are homeless now, not because they didn't, they don't make enough now to pay the rent. A lot of them don't have the jobs with um, with the wages stagnated, you know, and the education behind that. So we don't, we take an account, not just you just out blowing your money, you know, that the fact that you truly do need help because you can't afford it with the kids because stuff is just really high now. And it takes three or four, it seems like it takes three or four incomes to meet, to make one income to pay these bills nowadays. So, and we try not to make them feel uh, ashamed because we want, like I said, we want them to know that God loves them. Yeah. And as we reach out to them, that gives us a chance to minister to them. And someone may not have told them that they love them. Yeah. Or they just may need a hug. Right. Because we never know what may trigger a person. Yeah. And if they're backslidden 
or whatever the case may be, but just to literally listen to them and try to help them right. to be better, to do better. Can you share a pivotal moment or a story that highlights the purpose and mission of your ministry business? A story that stands out? I think when um, I was speaking with my cousin, she's at a Title I school and how she expressed to me and my husband that how the children were coming dressed and not having and being hungry. That really touched me because no child should be hungry and not and, and kids are, can be very mean to other children that don't have. And so we went out and we purchased uniforms and different sizes, whatever size, you know, the spirit allowed us to lay our hands on. We purchased them and and we bought all types of snacks and stuff that they would have so they would not. And then she was telling me how a lot of grandparents are raising their grandchildren. And that's hard when, you know, I have family members that have gotten into the drug scene and, 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 and some of those kids. And I feel for them because I felt for my own nieces and nephews, you know. And like I said, I love children. And I don't want them to be without if I can help them. Yeah, that's, beautiful. that's beautiful. What strategies do you use to engage and connect with your community? Well, right now we're still in the process of learning how to reach out to them. And I'm connecting with a lot of other organizations that already are part of the circle to help us to get better acquainted with them. Because just yesterday, we went to a um, nonprofit called Bright Blessings. Okay. And it's an organization, a nonprofit that helps the homeless mothers with children. Mm, okay. And they stay in the shelters and stuff. And so they have projects where you can go either you can volunteer or you can make the things, the, do it at home. And since with my illness, I'm home a lot. Mm. So I decided to go out and purchase all the stuff and I made all the stuff at home. And then we delivered it yesterday and they were so overwhelmed to get it because mm -hmm. actually we was on the same page. Some of the same snack packs that I made for them, they were in the process of making some. Oh, wow. <laughs> they were in need of that. And she was really grateful. And I told her that my husband and I were going to sign up to come out and just volunteer. They let you volunteer an hour at a time to help pack up some of the stuff for the for the needy that's beautiful that's beautiful how do you stay motivated and resilient particularly during challenging times especially when you you know you're very passionate about you know the children and when you see them struggling and things like that how do you stay motivated it's hard i i staying motivated period is hard because like i said because of my illness and how sometimes yeah. The depression want to jump on you, but I have to stay in the word and keep the faith that 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 has what has gotten me through all of these years yeah. is staying grounded in the word. And I have some mentors that pour into me to keep me up. And and I have actually the I have very good doctors that 
I'm able to talk to and they listen. You know, I'm not just a patient that you come in and they run you out the door in 15 minutes. No, right. We talk. Mm-hmm. They want to know how I'm doing. And and so that that has helped. That's awesome. Really so you and I connected um, because of a book that's coming out. Yes. So can you share the title of your book, of, the, of your chapter? And can you summarize it in one sentence? <laughs> the title is To Breathe Again. And to summarize it is inhale, exhale. I love that. I'm excited to read it. (laughs) (laughs) So what made you say yes to sharing your story? I've been told before that I, I had started writing about my life period before, but then, um, by being introduced to uh, Nadia and she was doing my web stuff for my social media and stuff for my ministry. And when she put it out there and after much prayer, the spirit say, it's time for you to share your story to help someone else. Because most of the time when I was in the hospital, I was um, ministering to people. It was like, even though I'm sick, but he would allow people to come into my path to minister to them, the respiratory therapists and the nurses. Doc, they didn't realize I was sick because people was always in my room. <laughs> and that helped me to heal. That's awesome. By helping them. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. I think your dog wants to be on the podcast too. <laughs> barking. it's okay it's okay it's okay so you are on the fearless fridays podcast how are you living a fearless life Hmm. i think i'm living a fearless life by just getting up every day putting one foot in front of the other because Hmm. it's been times when i couldn't get up you know and just to be able to open my eyes is a step and to just thank God for another day. That's that's fearless for me. I love that. What are you looking forward to? Besides our book coming out, mm-hmm. it, what are you looking forward to in 2024? Living, loving, and learning. I love that. Because we should always be learning. Should, and how to apply to my life to help someone else's life to be better. Any strategies, any tips that you would like to share for someone who may be struggling with depression? What has helped you? Truly, it has been my faith. My faith has truly helped me, but I know everyone doesn't have that. Well, uh, maybe don't believe, but... Mm -hmm. If they would just, you can come to God as you are. And you can talk to him just like I'm talking to you. So you don't have to go through all of what you've probably seen on TV. I've been in churches. Just speak from your heart with a sincere heart. And he will help you. And that's what's gotten me through. Because like I said, it's been almost 30 years I've been home confined Mm -hmm. in this house and 
I thank God that I'm not truly crazy. You know, you know what I'm saying? I don't mean that in a bad way, but right. being in this house, I stopped working in my 30s. I'm 58 now. Mm -hmm. That's a long time to just be sitting in the house day in and day out. Yeah. You know. And is that the story that you share in the chapter? A little. Okay. But if I can't really give you the story, but right, right. <laughs> you know, but I've been in the house, like I said, almost it's been over 25 years. Mm -hmm. I was taken out of work. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to read your chapter. But I found that when the spirit tells you to do something, do it. Because you can't, I almost paid with my life because mm -hmm. I didn't. So I would tell anyone when you know God's voice, when the Holy Spirit tells you something, to do it. Especially when you get three confirmations. Three confirmations. <laughs> that's right. So that's why I'm going to do it. <laughs> As we get ready to wrap up, are there any final words that you would like to share? Something that you would like to mention that we haven't talked about or that I haven't asked you about? I think we've pretty much covered everything okay where can our listeners and our viewers learn more about you and support you and purchase a copy of the book you can go to newlivingtruthministry.com and that is our website and our uh, facebook is new living truth on facebook and it's also uh you can reach us through email at new living mm, new living truth min01 at gmail.com you can send us an email but uh our website is where you could donate you could put prayer requests you could purchase uh we have apparel out there where you could purchase with the name of the title i mean the name of the title of my chapter yeah. and so we have uh wine tumblers pillars um different apparel where you can go out there and just look out on the uh, well page awesome thank you very much for being with us today and sharing a part of your story thank you you're welcome thank you marianne thank you so much for listening to the fearless fridays with marianne podcast make sure to stay connected with us and you can find us on facebook at mrd empowerment solutions or on Instagram as Marianne Rivera Dannert. You can also visit our website at MarianneRiveraDannert.com. As always, you are fearless, you are fabulous, you are a priority, and you matter. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.